There's no duality in non-duality. Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. It is not through learning that you discover your true essence in Advaita, but through the pointers that point directly to that which you truly are. In this first program in a series of programs on the pointers, we examine Bob's pointer that you are already that. A transcript of this program is available from UrbanGuruCafe.com. So what exactly is a pointer? Gilbert Schultz has this to say. All pointers are pointing at non-conceptual awareness. It's a practical application for the mind because a lot of pointers actually present a statement but they don't provide any ground for an entity to stand on. It points and it negates at the same time. Whatever investment has been put into this pattern of me and my story and everything is being robbed all the time by the truth. The truth just cuts through it and you see over and over and over that this stuff really is just like a dream. And then the belief just starts to slide away. You just don't believe it anymore. So that's the value of the pointers. Anything can be a pointer, as long as it points the mind back to the source of the mind, to the wakefulness. You know, a singing bird can be a pointer. How so? If it cuts through whatever your mind is identified with, you're, you're out in the forest, the birds might be singing, but you're not hearing them because there's an identification there that's got this entity there that's involved in something. And then suddenly a bird right next to you sings its heart out and it cuts through all that stuff and it, that falls away and, and there's an essence hearing of an essence singing and that can be all that's necessary. Gilbert shares his experience of the pointers Bob shared with him and how pointers generally work. A lot of the pointers that Bob uses, Bob's not using them, they're expressed through Bob, are absolutely on the button. When I first heard them, you know, they had their effect, so to speak, but it was only after I kept seeing the dynamic aspects of the pointers, you know, like because, you know, as a so-called person, you're in all sorts of states of mind at different times. You're going through all these states and moods and things. And if you sort of devote yourself to the teaching and you tend to pick up books and read things and go to meetings. So in that fluctuating states of mind, the point is cut through all of that. And there's little realizations, little insights and things. The same pointer might bring a realization many times in different states of mind. And then that's like it sinks in. Nisargadatta's pointer of sitting with the I am is very much like Bob's pointer of you are already that. He said... I used to sit for hours together with nothing but the I am in my mind, and soon peace and joy and a deep all-embracing love became my normal state. In it, all disappeared, myself, my guru, the life I lived, the world around me. Only peace remained, an unfathomable silence.
Gilbert Schultz explains. It's not the words I am. You don't sit there and say I am, I am, I am. It's that sense of presence which you can't get out of. You just sit with that as that. That is being. It's not becoming. You know, all seekers are trying to become something. They hear the story about Nisikadada. Oh, yeah, I want to be like that. And then they complicate it with with adding things to it instead of peeling it all back. And, okay, he said, sit with the I am. Sit with that sense of presence. It's very simple. And so it's sitting with that presence. When you have ideas that start to bubble up on that, that start to say, oh, no, tomorrow I'm going to hate work because I've got this this to do or oh, no, I've got a, a dinner engagement with someone and I hate this yeah, person. You've already, you've already taken the bait. If you're sitting, so-called sitting with that awareness, sitting in that awareness, you are that awareness. So that's what happens. People don't recognise that the thought is, is arising and the habit is to go with the thought and believe the thought. But what, you know, it's just a thought. And you've taken the bait, the so-called entity has already appeared as a form. But as the Buddha says, you know, I am formless. I am that formless, deathless spirit. I'm not this character that appears and disappears. It's, that character is not there all the time. Let's now hear what Gilbert has to say about Bob's pointer of you are already that. Bob says, you know, start from the fact that you are that. Now, you know, people hear that many, many times. It's only seemingly useful to contemplate, but actually when you, when you actually start from the fact of the beingness that I cannot negate, the wakefulness that I can't negate, when I, when I realise that there's no one there, to realise it as just knowing, that is starting from the fact that you are that. And then everything else is seen to be content in this knowing. Let's listen to Bob on this pointer. The search of self is the trap. You're already what you're seeking. You think there's something to attain, there's something to get. It would have been anything other than that. And we hear that, and how many of us are really, really take a good look at it, step with it, hang on to it? And what do we do? Well, that's not good enough, we like to <laughs> we'll race away and look at somebody else, or go to somebody else and hear somebody else, read another book, and do this and do that. I think we'll get the answer somewhere else. Well, the only place the answer is is with you. Not with anybody else. You already are that. You can't be anything else. How do I don't know. Yeah, well, I say the point to start from is the fact of your own being. Yes. Under any circumstances, can you say, I am not? I don't think so. Well, just see that's for certain and start from there. Mm-hmm. And don't go away from there. 
and knowing that you are. Mm. That's all that's necessary. The rest takes care of itself. But the thing is to focus more on that knowing that you are instead of the content that's going on. Let the content unfold of its own accord, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the activities and everything, which is doing anyway, because there's no individual entity that's doing anything. You're seeking truth, reality, God or whatever you like to call it. We start with the only reality you're absolutely certain of, and that's the fact of your own being. Under no circumstances can you say you are not. It's the only thing you're absolutely sure of, the fact of your own being. And that expresses through the mind as the thought that I am. You know that you are, and you say I am, but that thought I am is not the reality. It's only a thought. But it's expressing the sense of presence, knowing that you are, the awareness of being present right now, knowing this. That's expressing through the mind as a thought I am. This knowing is not content of the mind. Without thought, as I just heard you before, you see, you hear it, and the knowingness, intelligence is there without thought. Yeah, I'm not saying knowing this or knowing that, just pure knowing. The knowing that you are, you can't negate that. You don't need a thought to say that you are, though we believe the thought I am has been the translation of that knowing that you are. We believe that I am to be real and added to that I am, a good bloke or a bad bloke, a high self-esteem or low self-esteem, misdone this or done that, add to that thought I am, and that's what you believe yourself to be. Now, see what I just said a moment ago. That knowing that you are is there prior to that thought I am. You don't have to go around all day telling yourself I am, I am, I am to know that you are, do you? What are thoughts other than labels? Yeah, that's uh, that's all the thoughts are labels. If you're not labeling, you're just seeing straight out as is. Being aware. Yes. And uh, I show you this every time you come here. Swing your head over to the right quickly. Back back again. What did you see? A lot of stuff in the corner. Yeah. How much did you label? Curtains. Curtains? Yeah. A few bits. Not did you label them? A few bits. Yeah, a few bits. Yeah. You saw everything. Yes. There was only a certain amount of label. Yeah. So that means that intelligence is registering everything as it is, mm. without the label. Mm. Now look again, without labelling, and realise that you're seeing, as well as that, you're hearing at the same time, yeah. that my words and the heat are going, or whatever's going, Realise it's all being registered, and also what is being labelled, that's being registered also. Mm. And that's a direct introduction to your own natural awareness that's registering everything just as it is. The pure intelligence that's cognising everything. When you put the label on, it's recognised. So from that, you understand that that energy is an intelligence. It's a knowing. Mm. It's a knowing. It's realising itself. That sense of presence expressing through the mind as the thought I am is pure intelligence energy. The knowing that you are is the activity of knowing. Not the knower or the known, but that which you can't negate now, knowing. 
Mm. Knowing implies intelligence. And knowing, because it is knowing, it's an actuality that's happening, it is an activity that's happening right in this instance. Do you realise, are you aware of presence right now? Being present? You know that you are? What did you have to do to, for that to happen? So it spontaneously arises, constantly, spontaneously, always and ever arises. Isn't the vibration, the pulsation or throb of that intelligence happening spontaneously? Nothing to start, nothing to stop. This knowing cannot be understood with the mind. You can never find the answer in the mind because, as we said before, it's prior to the mind. It can't, the mind can't contain it or grasp it. It contains the mind. How do you go beyond the mind? You don't go beyond the mind. You are beyond it right now. Right now. I can sign yours. Right now. But we always realise that right now you're present and aware, first and foremost. That's fine. And also realise that that's ceaselessly and spontaneously arising. So if it's beyond the mind, the mind can't grasp beyond the mind. See, it contains the mind. The mind can never contain it. That's why they say in the Gita, the sword can't cut it, the fire can't burn it, the water can't drown it, and the wind can't dry it. You can't grasp it with a thought. But can you negate that beingness? Because under any circumstance can you say you are not? But what that beingness is, you cannot conceptualise. For the sake of terms, we'll use awareness or consciousness, truth or reality or God if you like or spirit all these are concepts we use try to point to but none of them are ever but the thing is that knowing that you are that essence of fairness that you are you cannot negate but you can't grasp either so that is what you really are and that as you say is not separate it is one only it's only the sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the goal of spiritual pursuit is to be there, wherever there is, or yeah. is to be on the... But it's, the point is, it's not there. It? Yeah. <laughs> it's here and now, omnipresent. Yeah. What do you have to do to be aware? Yes. Spontaneously arising, ceaselessly arising, ever fresh, ever new. If you experience it, then you don't know. Like, if you experience that if beyond... You, if you experience it, it wouldn't be it. Yeah. Anything that is experienced is not it. So people look for silence and stillness. They think that's it. But they're experiences. What you are is the experiencing. The experiencing which all these things are happening on. So what is this beingness like? I found a question about the um, being aware, being being present. Not, not being a person, but it seems to have a certain taste to it. Or uh, it's it's not completely neutral. No, no, it's seemingly no thing, but yet it's fullness. But it also seems that I always personalize it. 
whenever I get a chance. Yeah. Just trying to grasp it with the mind, that's where you're careful, yeah. aren't you? Because you realize you don't have to do it. The mind's appearing on that. That's it with it. As much as you can, you just have a sort of a subtleness with that what appears to be no thing. You know, a sense of well-being there. Or you can say the uncaused joy, if you like. You know. yeah. It's not the opposite of sadness, you know. Uncaused. It's just a natural sense of well-being. Of being well, everything's okay. Very, very subtle. Yeah. Because we're used to the gross sensations out there. That's why we constantly fixate on them and get into them. Because that's what we've been conditioned to do all our life. Stay with the subtleties of this and start to sense what's there. And then it'll light up your face. Sort of radiation, if you like. Radiation. You can die to that thought, oh yeah. Know that, just come back to the sense of presence that you are. And realise that's birthless, it's deathless, it's timeless, it's spaceless, it's bodiless, it's mindless. But you can't negate it. You can't say, I'm not. Even to be able to say, I am not, the knowing that you are must be there to be able to say it. You've got a concept of how, you know, what staying in awareness would be like or what it is, you know. But that concept is not it. It's no thing. It's inexpressible, ineffable. So it's, it's totally boring to see now. It's well, again, the with it and see. That's the very life or livingness. It's not, there's nothing boring about it whatsoever. <laughs> the subtlety. You see, why it appears to be boring? Because it's no thing to the mind. Now, what the mind has been used to since the time it first started to reason is looking out there, grasping and grabbing and looking for bigger and better sensations. The greater, the noisier, the louder, the more beautiful the sensation is, the more it gives us a lift or a kick, the better it is, because that's become our habit pattern. So when it comes back to the nothingness, the subtleness, which is no thing, it seems very bland and very boring that the mind has been used to. But stay with it for a while and see. There's a lot more of it than what you believe. Just you know, get into that blandness or that boringness, no thingness, and sit with it for a while. Just don't try to do anything. Just be with it and see what comes up out of that. You see the subtleties, the uncaused, what I call the uncaused joy, the sense of well-being. Well, once I stayed a month in a cave and we just bored to death, you know. Just... Yes, but you see, uh, totally in the mind then. All sort of imagination what it will be like, and that's what we continue to look for. We never stop with it, but stay with the subtleness of it. Stay with it, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. The saga says, my silence sings, my emptiness is full. And it does. And the feel of vibrating tree and pulsing tree, it's very subtly. A sense of joy, a sense of well-being. Not a highly emotional state. It's going to burn you out, you know, which you can't go stay highly emotional just to say as you can't, you know, you stay angry and stressful long enough you'll cause disease. Well, the same if you're in some static state, you'll burn out. Mm -hmm. 
the first day with the sadness of that and, and the vibrancy of that you start to realise what it's really like, you know. I mean, nothing can toss you. Nothing can toss you from there. Without any sense of person now, just be. Just sitting there being right now. Yeah. Drop all ideas of I. What can you say about it without going in your mind? Yes, well, I can't say anything about it. Can't say anything without a thought. But, yeah, but you're hearing? Oh, yes. You see? Yes. So the functioning's still happening without any mental image. There is an awareness there or a sense of presence there. That's right, yeah. And what do you need to do to acquire that? Oh, well, you don't, do you? No. No. It's there of itself. Mm, Yeah. Self arising. Self knowing. Mm. Timelessly and ceaselessly. Come back to that without a thought, you're just that pure seeing, pure hearing, pure functioning. Isn't that so? Yes, yes. That knowingness is not dependent on anything. That awareness is registering everything just as it is. What is again, you know, as is. Because you're seeing right now, you're not labelling everything you see, but you're still seeing everything without the label. And if there's no label on it, you can't say it's this or that. All it is then is just as it is, appearing as such and such. Intelligence knows what everything is immediately. And then to to be able to express it through the mind, that needs a label. Yeah. See? That sense of presence expressing through you right now is expressing through you, but to label it, I've got to say, I am. I am. That's the knowing that there is that sense of presence there. Yeah. Now that I am is taken to be the real. It's taken to be the thing, the essence, or the person or the entity that I am. And I am, I've added to events, experiences and conditioning and form the mental picture. I'm Bob and so-and-so years of age, I've done this, I've done that. And all this mental image, the seeming substance and seeming substantial independent nature, that's where everything is referred to that mental image then and the belief in that mental image. The belief in it as something substantial. But as I say, looking at it, it can be broken down and seen that it's not substantial, nor is it independent of that awareness. Without that awareness, how many thoughts could I have? How many feelings or emotions could I have? So that's investigating. See that, yeah. you know. Well, it's a symbol for something it's not the real and yet when I say I'm no good or I've got low self-esteem or feeling this or so and so what reality is that low self-esteem or, or I'm inferior what reality is that or the other way I'm superior I'm better is that what you are what's that symbolized can it be there at all if there was no beingness if there was no livingness So given all you have heard Bob say, where does that leave you? What is it that you have to do? Instead of bothering to try and hunt up an answer in the mind, wouldn't it be wise to just be with this livingness, settle down with this beingness, this presence, watching it, being aware or being alert to how it's expressing, feel it shining through your eyes, 
lighting up your face that can twist it into a frown or a smile, feeling the breath. In that seeing, that light that's shining out of your eyes, marvelling at the very fact of seeing. Just seeing it as it is, in all the variety and diversity that it can express in. Marvelling at all the different feelings, instead of attaching to them and allowing them to build up till they grow out of all proportion, till they've taken over exclusively the whole of that awareness and functioning, the exclusion of everything else. You say what you're seeking you already are. Mm. Well, yeah. where would you have to go? What would you have to do if you see that the truth of that? Have a look at that and see the truth of that. Would you have to search to try to become something? Or would you just watch whatever came up and seemingly try to have you believe that you were other than that? Wouldn't you check it out then and see whether it was true or false? What was going on? Was it the reality? Take half the battle away. See, half the battle is we, we start looking at this, what's going on in the head and all the rest of it. And we might see through something, or something might come up and seem obscure. And then we say, well, I've got to get back to that. Mm. And then we go trying to look for what we've got to get back to. But what if you're already that? Yeah. And something comes in the head, seemingly obscures it. What could have been taken place on? Will be taking place on that. So it doesn't matter then. And that goes for everything, but it was pleasant, painful, silent stillness, or aggravation, or anger, or fear, or violence, or whatever. Where's it all taking place on? And what is that that is taking place on that I am, already am? Does it have any substance or does it have any independent nature? Can it be fixated on? Can it be pointed to? Well, I've looked for years and years and years. I can't find anything that I can fixate on and point it to. Though it was firmly believed in that there was an entity here. That's it for now from the Urban Guru Cafe. If you have any comments to make about this story or any ideas you would like to hear about, you can find our contact details at urbangurucafe.com. Thanks for visiting. There is no duality in non-duality.